Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's happening, solarpreneurs? We are back with another episode, and this time we have the Brazilian master himself, my man Christian, coming on the show. So we got Christian Moroni. Thanks for coming on the show with us today, Christian. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm super excited. Actually, it's my very first time speaking in public like this. And yeah, I'm super stoked to be to be here on the show. Yeah, well, it's well deserved because um, if you haven't seen if you haven't followed Christian yet, he's been just one of the most consistent like solar cells reps I've seen. He's consistently hitting big numbers. Um, and we're going to talk about all that today. So he is the um, number one rep at a fluent, right? Is it fluent? Yep. yep. Okay. Well, making sure I got the name right. <laughs> um, and yeah, been doing awesome. And you're soon to start up an office there in uh, Houston. You're telling me here in what, three, three, four months, something like that. Going to go down there. Yes. Yes. I started, I started with Fluent on May 7th. And I, after a month and a half, they say, hey, I feel like you got a lot of potential. We wanted to expand the, the company and they showed me a few places and I chose Houston to be the place to go. Nice. Well, my cousin's down in Houston, so maybe I'll, uh, he just bought a house down there. So mm. hit me up. we'll have to get him sold. He's, oh, pulling, he's pulling this, you know, he's moving. He might move in a couple years, crap, so. Oh, I know how to handle that object. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll send you. I'm his, I'm his cousin, so I can't like tell him to cut the crap as much. But if I send you right. to his door, I know you'll get him taken care of. <laughs> yeah, I can smell the blood, man. I can smell blood far, from far away. <laughs> yeah, I better watch out because now all my Houston podcast listeners that heard that are going to be like hitting me up. So <laughs> <laughs> better uh, make put put a target on his back. But no, that's a uh, awesome man and. So yeah, I mean, again, you've been having a ton of results, being super consistent, and we're going to get into all that, but do you want to tell us like a little bit of your background, Christian? Um, like, I don't know, what, how you got started in knocking doors and um, just how you got into solar and everything. Sure, my brother. Uh, so on September 1st, 2018, that's when I got, that's exactly when I got here in this country. So actually tomorrow, I guess it's going to be three years. Wow. <laughs> Congrats. So yeah, it's awesome. yeah, it hasn't even been three years cool. and just like a lot of international people and I can relate to a lot of people from my country and from different places and different backgrounds. When they get here, they, they get the cleaning jobs. So that's what I was doing. I was cleaning cars in a, uh, in a dealership and then we started cleaning offices and gym, gym places at night and stuff like that. Hmm. And it's just... You know, I wasn't super happy because I was working during the day and I was working at night, working multiple jobs. And, and I was like, I've done sales in, in, in Brazil. It was, let's put that way. I felt like I was successful. My company was doing well. 
Nice. Uh, I was running my company for seven years in the security industry. Okay. And, and that's how I started knocking doors, actually. I was knocking doors in Brazil for my, for my own company. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like security but, system? Like, like yeah. Like style? Okay. Yeah, something like that. And also like pepper spray, like everything that you can have to defend yourself in a situation of risk. Okay. Just because in, in my country, actually, we're not allowed to have guns and firearms or anything like that. Mm. So what happens is you better know some martial arts, some jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you better, you better be ready because yeah, we're just not allowed to have anything. Yeah, so, okay. I realized that here in the U.S., people could have some stuff, so I just decided to uh, to do that in Brazil. So instead yeah. of knocking doors to talk to homeowners, I was knocking on doors of the police departments. So I would go to every single city, drive to a small town or anything like that, and say, "Hey, how do you guys like your equipment? How do you guys like the boots, the cavaliers, the helmets, like everything? You know." the gun holsters, like all the sort of equipment that law enforcement have. That's what I was doing. I was just the main distributor say, okay, okay. And then it was just knocking doors, visiting police departments. And to be frank, you got to be ballsy to talk to these guys. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. that's, yeah, it's funny. I'm i I'm taking a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class uh, right now. I just took okay. my my third class the other day. And okay, I'm, I'm beat up, man. Probably can't see on the camera, but I'm uh, yeah, oh, I got, bru- got bruises all over the place. So, guys, I can I can see I can see the bruises. Uh, <laughs> I did jujitsu for a little bit, but I'm more of a capoeira. I don't know if you ever heard of capoeira. Uh-huh. It's a different martial art, and it's pretty pretty cool as well. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of how I started, and then I was. I, I had these cleaning jobs, kind of hated, and then I got into sales, started with T-Mobile, and then I, uh, I got a manager position, and I was like, okay, that's a little better. What I realized is that I was working in a store, and there was no more room for growth, because yeah. other than the manager, I was just, I don't know, maybe I should open my own store, but if I do want to do that, that's like 500000 Wow. and I was like, yeah. I, I felt like there was no more room for growth and I would have to wait for people. So what I started to do, I started to approach people outside the store say, Hey, who do you guys use for the phone? And nice. I started like approaching people and I got a notice saying, Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. You, you got to wait for people to get inside the store. Wow. And, and that's when I realized that, you know what? I don't want to do that because even though I was so out of 124 people, I was number one in sales for months and months and months in a row. At T. At a, yes. Okay. Yeah. And 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 by doing that, still even being number one, I felt like I couldn't grow anymore. Anymore. I I would have to be just passive and waiting for people. And I was like, no. I want to do something where I can run my own paycheck. So I recruited myself. Nobody actually recruited me. Recruited me. I was started. I got into the door-to-door tribe Facebook group and say, "Hey guys, I want to do sales. Hit me up." Wow, <laughs> that's like, man, yeah. I wish I would have seen that post. It probably got <laughs> yeah. probably got five hundred messages the next day, huh? Oh my! Oh my! 
And so I sat down with every single pass control in the book and I talked to Sam Tiger and Sam Tiger said, hey, if you just want to learn the job, pass control is a good like way to start. And then if you want a career, maybe you should look into solar. So I did. I talked to Fluent and I talked to a pass control company. Decided that pass was for me because a lot of my friends, they were doing pass. So I did pass for a, for a summer. Nice. Three months in the summer broke my arm oh gee and yeah i was arm wrestling actually i was i'm wrestling my manager for over 20 bucks <laughs> oh, and, he, and he busted yeah. your arm in an arm wrestling match yeah yeah i can send the video so you can post on your page later oh, yeah okay yeah we'll have to put that like accompanying the podcast that's crazy <laughs> yeah so i was had i was having a really good summer uh number one rookie for the company um three months in the summer had like 400 accounts uh i was on a pace to do 600 but because i broke my arm with three months in i went back i had a recovery and then summer was over so all of the guys they just came back home and i talked to the owners and say hey i have a goal to do 600 accounts my very first summer uh would you guys let me come back and then everybody was gone and I flew back to Texas and I, I started working again, doing pass control by myself. That was oh my pretty gosh. much it. Wow. Yes. All of the boys, they were home and it was just the owners and myself. So I did go back, sold for a little bit. And then the company said, Hey, you know what? You're the only one here. I don't feel like it's a good choice to have just you here. And then they just sent me home. Wow. Holy cow. That's yeah. some extreme drive. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just because I, I had a goal. So something that I want to share, if you let me with the, with the people, with the audience, it's just that instead of goals, to be frank, I, I, I had more of a commitment. So I, every time when you, when you see the results that you can get, I would say it's always good to reevaluate your goals. Yeah. Because if I didn't reevaluate myself and didn't compare, I was just trying to compare myself to my very best version of myself. I, I feel like a lot of times we just compare ourselves to other people and that can, that can be tricky, you know? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Yeah, that can be tricky. So if I, if I stick to my original goal, I want it, man. I wanted to do 150 pass control accounts yeah. and, and I sold a hundred my first month. Like wow. uh, I was, yeah, I was in the country for like a year, a year, a little over a year. So my English was still, I still have a lot to learn, but my English was super, super broken, but I just, you know what sales, it's what's going to pay the most money. So I got, I got a better, I better wow. figured it out. Yeah. That's incredible. So I got to ask, why did you, uh, what brought you out to like the U.S. in the first place? Why did you come here? Was that for school or were you just thinking you're going to work or why'd you come out? Awesome. That's a great question. So BYU has always been a dream for like all of the LDS families out there in Brazil. Like people just yeah. see like, oh my gosh, like the U.S. in general is just, it's a, like living the dream, you know? Yeah. And then my wife, she was doing manufacturing engineering in Brazil. And she said, hey, 
what if we go to the U.S. and I could just go to BYU? And I was like, okay, I support you. Nice. And we got here together. And that, that, that was initially was for school, you know. And, yeah, she, she's still going to school. And we're excited. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, no, I love hearing the drive-ins. I don't know. Would you say, like, being in Brazil, I think – I don't know. You tell me. I've never been to Brazil, but I've been to Colombia. Maybe there's some similar stuff. That's where I did my church mission. And okay. uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm sure it's similar. In Colombia, people had nothing. Um, I imagine Brazil, there's probably a lot of poor parts and stuff like that. So I'm sure you oh, got to yeah. like, you know, scrap for everything and just like, you know, fight and claw your way to success and everything. Um, probably more than out here in the U.S. We have we have a ton out here compared to I know a lot of countries down there. So, do you think that contributes to, like your drive? Obviously, you have like a ton of drive to like keep going where most other people to be blunt in this industry, they're not especially in solar. They're gonna hit five six deals in the month and be satisfied with that because they're making awesome money with that. So, what is it? Yep. Yeah. What do you think? Um, where do you get that drive from? If if you have any anything to say about that. Yeah. Um, every time when I think about drive, uh, I remember once I was talking to River, River Skinner for like a while. I was just sharing like some personal stuff. And I remember it was just right when he made a post saying, if you don't work hard, you're not grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. And that's how I always felt. It's not, I was one of the things that I learned from reading the book Grit from Angela Duckenworth, great, great, great book. Mm -hmm. It's just literally showing like the persistency and the grit and all of that. And when you're grateful for everything that happens, and especially when you come from a different background, I feel like sometimes here in the U.S., I see people actually complaining like for not having space in the fridge. And, you know, like, I came from a place where, like, I would complain to not have stuff on the fridge, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, sometimes we have the easy, sometimes, I just feel like life here is just so easier and everything is just so, so, so cheaper that we take stuff for granted, you know? Like, we yeah. complain for the price of gas now, like, 3 $4, but in my country, 17 you know? Yeah, holy cow. So, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And you remind me, I don't, do you know, uh, Leo Sageman? He's yes. like a, yeah. Have you talked with him? Yes. And a fellow Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. He, he was on the podcast too. Uh, actually one of the earlier episodes of the show, but uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. He, he told me too, how his dad first came here and same thing. I think he started out in cleaning and started his business and all that and um, went through like several bankruptcies, but it's just uh. I think it's awesome hearing stories like that of you guys that come from different countries and um, you're just doing whatever it takes to have success. And um, yeah, it shows in the hours you're working. I asked, uh, I sent River a message. So first I was following you for a little bit, seeing you close all these deals. And I'm like, wow, what is this guy doing? Is he on like <laughs> sells steroids or something? Like closing <laughs> deal after deal. <laughs> what is he doing? Um, and so I messaged River. I'm like, man, this guy works with you. What is he doing? And River's just like, dude, he just works insane hours. He just goes out there all day, every day. And he's good at sales, but he's just putting in a ton of hours. So, I mean, really, I think, do you want to give us an idea? How many hours are you typically working a week and, and give us some yeah. of your results you've been getting to be number yes. one rep there? 
perfect, perfect. I feel like, I don't know, uh, coming from pass control, I feel like sometimes the solar guys, they're, I don't want to say people are lazy, but we just, we just don't work as hard as yeah. the alarm guys or the pass control guys. <laughs> exactly. I was hitting up a friend saying, hey, what time you guys have meeting? What time do you go to area? And my friend told me that at his pass control company, they have meeting at 9 a.m. and 10.30, they go to area and they work until dark. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing solar for almost, almost 10 months now, and I've never done that myself. Uh, I, I work a lot. Uh, some things that I might do differently is just that once I go to the doors, I just don't stop. And I really mean it. For example, my wife doesn't talk to me when I'm on the doors. And she knows that. I just abide by some personal rules and some personal standards that I, I just don't do social media unless I'm posting the deals. Yeah. And, and, and talking about that, like the only reason why I post and I share that it's just for personal accountability. Like it's not for visibility. It's not for the credits. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care. I have, I actually have 500 followers. Like I don't care about like how many people I have, Yeah. but I feel like the people I follow uh, is just, they bring value. Like I don't follow any celebrity, like any famous people, brands and stuff. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just don't. So when I get to work, man i have a pee bottle in my car <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> and i just I, yeah like I, or I, I i okay i can i can say like just being the trees and bushes and stuff <laughs> i've done it like so many yeah. times now i just have a pee bottle and, and then that's it like i have yeah. i go to gas station zero times i meal prep i'm following a diet i started a program a few months ago i'm sticking right. to I, if I'm drinking anything, I take it with me. Like I just have everything to be ready for the doors. And, and then I just don't stop until I talk to 30 homeowners. 30 homeowners. Nice. Yeah. That's my go-to. You don't have to be talented. You don't have to be super skilled. If you just put yourself in front, in front of 30 people every day, I just feel like there's no way to get the results. And, and the only way to talk to that many people is just being efficient with the doors, you know, just cherry picking. One of the things that I do, I use my Segway a lot. I love it. I wouldn't, yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> man, I don't even, fun. yeah, I don't know. Have you ever used a Segway, Taylor? Oh, yeah, yeah, I use it. I, I forgot about it for a little bit, but then saw you and River breaking them out. I'm like, man, I need to pull that thing back out. I forgot how like you know quicker and it makes it like more fun on, on the doors too. Right. You get rejected, just hop on the Segway. But, uh, yeah. that's awesome. Yes, especially even if a super hard no. What I do every single time when I hop on my Segway, I feel like it's a mental break. Like okay. I don't even feel the no because my brain at that moment is just trying to concentrate on getting on the Segway, getting to the next house see if the shutters are open, see the oil stains in the garage, see if people are home, see like how many cars in the drive and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just a lot of things that comes automatically to the mind just because you're used to the job. And that's my go-to. I, I remember being on an event with Sam Taggart and he said, 
And, and I was asking, like, what should I do when I get a super hard no? And he asked me back, what do you do? And I told him, I just fly to the next door. Like, I don't let that get inside my head. I, I don't wait, like, half a second. Like, whenever they're a jerk, you know, or, like, super rude to me, I just, two seconds later, I'm on the next door. Nice. That's awesome. That's the way to do it. And, like, I mean, all these things that, like, people expect, I don't know, a lot for a long time, I thought people that were closing tons of deals had some, like, secret formula, some, like, <laughs> secret word track they're doing. But you heard it from Christian himself. He's not doing anything. He's just doing like simple things, super consistent. And it's like, I love how you just think of it, not in like hours work, but no, it's just, I got to talk to 30 people. I got to get in front of 30 people. Cause if I do, that's how I'm going to have success. So I'm going to get it. Yeah. So, and so for our listeners, Christian, um, how long would you say it typically takes you to get in front of 30 or 30 homeowners every day? Okay. That's a great question. So my rule of thumb is just to be driving to area at three. And in a lot of days I'm on the doors at three and I work until dark plus one, something that we have part of the culture is just like, whenever it gets dark, you just knock one more door. And I usually knock more than one door to be, uh, just because, yeah, just because of personal standards, but as a company, like we encourage just knock until dark plus one and then yeah whenever it gets dark you just be careful the way you approach the doors just being friendly you show your badge you know you just yeah yeah, just the way you carry yourself everybody knows the rules and stuff like that but yeah that's good yeah yeah and so i did so you're in uh, dallas right because we're knocking dallas area yes that's where i started that's where i uh uh, I guess got my start in pest controls and in Dallas actually and uh it okay. was uh, it was pretty brutal. I didn't I didn't throw down <laughs> as many pest accounts as you. I was pretty terrible at pest. Um but um I remember I got a gun pulled one time in Texas. Those those Texans are no yep. joke, man. You get guns pulled on you and stuff out there. Yeah. I had first month. <laughs> yeah. Doing in Dallas, same, 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 my brother. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And you got it. You guys got to get like permits in every city to knock out there too. Right. I mean, they're pretty strict about that. Depends on the city you knock sometimes. Again, it's more of your attitude. If you feel like you belong the place and you feel like you're on the area. Uh, yeah. You, I, I feel like everybody's going to be receptive. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, no. So um, another thing I see you doing a lot of Christian is um, just getting a lot, a ton of same day appointments seems like almost every deal I see you posting up on Instagram, it's like same day, 10 kilowatt, same day, 11 kilowatt, just big systems. And they're like majority same days. It looks like. Yeah. So what do you do? Um, like, tell me about that. Do you shoot for same days and what are you doing to get so many same days appointments? Cause that's actually a question I get asked a lot too from our listeners. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, average size, it's usually anywhere from nine to 11. That's kind of the average over there. Yeah. So what, what we're doing, what I'm doing to get the same days, I don't even allow myself to work differently than that. Like if I'm not same day in you, I don't, I don't actually set the appointment. So it's much more of the way I perceive, uh, Going to the events, and again, I, I think I kind of shared that with you, just 
listening to podcasts like your show and many others and listening to people that have been on the job for so long, I just had to learn how to respect and love myself. When I started, I would just feel pity, you know, like, oh, you know, and then right now I just feel like everybody's got a sad story, you know, like who gives a we all got a story. I was just like, yeah, I'm the foreigner. I have accent. I don't know English. And I don't know if I can do solar. So, like, man, when I started, my goal was to close 40 deals in a year. Wow. And then I've closed 60 over the last four months. Jeez. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, I just, I just started to believe in myself a little bit more. For example, just the way, just the self-talk every time. Uh, before I even open my eyes, the first thing I do, I try to get myself into peak state. So I repeat a little, like a little mantra that I have for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm just going to share with you guys. I say yeah. today is a good day to make it a great day. Ooh, I love it. Today is a good day to make it a great day and then on the third time i put more emphasis and i jump out of the bed and i just get ready today is a good day to have a, to make it a great day you know yeah and that gets me into a different state you know uh, we, tony robbins call calls it like peak state and and i have some more stuff so self-talk is kind of a big thing i know taylor mccarthy and a lot of the big players yeah. they talk about that so after I say that, I also share something else. I say, I'm a great salesman. I sell every day. Sales come easy to me because I work the hours. Nice. I focus. I'm enough. I win my mornings. I win my days. I'm winning my life. Boom. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know you and River are big on those. I see River doing a lot of stuff like that too. Yeah. It works. I mean, and yeah. that NLP stuff, neuro linguistic programming, and um, yeah, that's why Tony. Have you been to a Tony Robbins event? Actually, so for August, that's a, I love. I love that you asked that. So for yeah. August, the Fluent they had a competition. So the number one, like the number, the top performer would get tickets for Tony Robbins. So in a month, yeah. So in a month for for now, like in November next month. I'm flying, my wife and I, we're both flying, like the company got us tickets, hotels, and we're going to be with Tony Robbins for five days. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's been a dream, man. Like I've seen this guy and like, I'm not your guru and a lot of stuff. Since since I was in Brazil, I was like, dude, he's the man. And now I'm going to get to see the legend myself. Yeah, he's he's the go for sure. And yeah, you'll have I've seen him speak a few times, but yeah, it's just all the stuff you're saying. Like his event, you'll see at his event, and I know you've seen like his documentary and all that, but it's just like screaming and shouting the whole time, jumping up and down. So like for managers that are listening to this podcast, make sure you're you're teaching your reps this stuff. And uh, Christian just gave you some sweet, um, you know, incantations, uh, manifestations, whatever you want to call them. So those are good things to repeat. So are you, are you kind of telling yourself those things like as you get up or as you get out on the doors or just like all the time, Christian? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I repeat that one. Like today is a good day to make it a great day. And then I I say it three times 
and I always repeat myself, I'm a great salesman. I sell every day. So when I started, I would say I sell every week because that was my goal. And then I realized that like, why am I selling only every week? Because if I sell every week, I might be selling like four or five, six deals. And like, that's not for me. Like, yeah. I can do more than that. And it got to a point I was like, if I'm deciding to sell, just think about the guy, I don't know, maybe someone listening to the show, they've been selling two, three, four, five a month. And then my question is, why would you cut yourself short and not sell for the other 25 days of the month? Yeah. And, and like, I just, I, I, I kind of like punched myself in the face and I kind of had a serious conversation with myself and that's when everything started to change and I started to same days. So getting back into same days, I, I want to answer that question. I, I want to share my thought process and, and how I do it. Yeah. But it, it, it's a lot behind the scenes. Like it's not the magical words that that's right. not, you know, it's just yeah. the mental game. They're like, why did I decide to sell one or two a week? And now I'm telling you, man, if someone, if I'm talking to you on a, let's say on a Tuesday and you say, yeah, like I'm kind of busy. Can you come back on Friday? I'm like, no, sir. I, I actually can't. So I'm going to show you my calendar. And, and I, I actually show my calendar. So as you can see, like everybody's been looking into solar. Like if you don't want to do this, that's okay. The government, they have a lot of tax incentives. That's okay. Like yes or no, whatever answer works fine with me. My job is just to find people that is ready to take the money and take advantage of the program. I've never seen anyone in my life say no to save money. What time is a good time? Tomorrow at four or at six? Boom. <laughs> nice. There you go. So you're saying that do you, you said you don't do next day appointments all like 100% same days or do you, do you ever do, do like next day appointments? I do next day. But okay. what I'm telling you is just that I've, I've driven back to houses and then, oh, super solid guy in like four days later. And then they don't show. Yeah. Like exactly. if you just do the numbers, like just think – just try to get to know your numbers. I think it's important. I know my numbers. Like yeah. if I don't know my numbers, there's no way for me to increase my closing ratio and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like getting to know your numbers. Like, Oh, how many deals you're closing a month? Cause some people say, Oh, I closed. Yeah. You can have a good day, but that doesn't mean you're really good. Like everybody can have a good day. Everybody can have a good week, but you actually know a guy like for the consistency, like, four five months in a row or 10 months in a row like a year or people be, being the top performer for years those are the guys that i respect like i don't know maybe selling three four deals in a day yeah that's good but if you don't sell a deal next month that's not good man that's right. not you know yeah yeah i agree and that's yeah that's unfortunately like like you said, a lot of people in solar, that's the curse of these big commissions that people see the checks coming in and then they don't work after. So that's why I tell a lot of our guys just don't even like look at how much you're going to make. Like <laughs> just go out and yeah. sell more, right? Just go out and hit yeah. big numbers and do it consistently because that's, so, what's, that's what's missing. These guys just hitting their hours and hitting their numbers consistently. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And before even getting stopped, just going, spending money on stupid stuff. And anyway, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, since I started, you can ask Fluent. Like, I never even touch a paycheck. Never. Like, never. I never nice. touch it. Because if I feel like I just... I just invest the money. I like, I know Adam Webb, some guys say invest 20% in yada yada. Yeah. But if you to manage your money, you can invest 100% of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and just leave, let just leave broke. <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah. But that's, what? that's just, I'm just trying to set myself up for the future instead of the, like the short term goals. Yeah. That's, that's why like I go for same days. I really mean it. I talk to someone, if I don't feel like they're a solid lead, Taylor, I'd rather not have the lead than getting like a lead that I know that's not going to sh- no show, waste the time creating the proposal, right. wait for the proposal to get ready, driving back to the house, and then they no show me. Right. So when I talk to that homeowner, I, I always end before. Or setting the appointment, I say, hey, when I come back, I'm going to show you two things. Yeah, I'm going to show you how many panels you're going to need on the roof, you know, where the panels go. And I'm going to show exactly the financial breakdown, how much money you're going to be saving uh, if everything makes sense. Is there any reason why you wouldn't, wouldn't move forward with this? I, the reason why I always ask that question, because if I they give me any sort of resistancy, like I don't even set the appointment. Yeah, that's awesome. You're not for me. Because yeah. when I was doing solar in California, because it was a harder market, mm-hmm. I felt like I really had to be a good salesman, you know? Yeah. It's like, go for the appointment. It's like, because I know in California, you save people money. So if they let you in, sometimes it's like a terrible lead. Like, Dude, I don't want to go solar, but okay, you can come back. And then you close the deal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that happened yeah, to me this like, week. Man, I've, I've, had people, I've had that happen so many times in California. People are like, I hate solar. Like, uh, I know everything about solar. I will never go solar. But yeah, come back, show me the numbers. Yeah. And then like, and they sign docs. And, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. And yeah, it's like, yeah, I forgot, forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, just you know, being consistent, setting the same days. And um, I think that's a big problem though, is guys get this rush of excitement. I don't know about you, but when I was starting out, especially, and I see it in newer reps is they get this almost like rush of excitement when they can say, Oh, I set a lead. I set an appointment for tomorrow. When in their head, they know is that this appointment is like hundred percent, not going to show crap appointments, but they just fill out, you know, the form, whatever to say they got an appointment. So I've talked with teams that don't even like recognize appointments booked anymore. We used to recognize and, you know, give like a ton of recognition for how many appointments were booked on a day. But yep. now we sort of swapped it up and our teams, we don't even like post when we book appointments for the most part. It's because, I don't know, I think, I think guys put too much focus on just that little rush of excitement when you say, oh, I've set an appointment. But really, like, as you know, in solar means nothing until you get it to install, right? So at the right. end of the day, installs are yeah. king. And, um, yeah. you know, obviously you got to help people with the steps beforehand. But yeah, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Um, I think people set way too many crappy appointments and <laughs> just get happy about it. So. And I've, I've done it myself. Like, I've done it myself. Just trying to trick myself and maybe 
look really good for the company, look good for the guys that you work with. But in the end of the day, like only close deals and installs, that's the only metric that's going to matter. Like the amount of people you, you're getting in front of and, and the people you sign up. Yeah. So yeah, I've done it like so many times. It's just that it really depends the standards you're holding yourself to. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, as whenever I decided to like do same days and, and, and treat my time as the most valuable thing in the world, mm-hmm. I felt like ev- everything has changed. Just like, it's not just saying like, I love myself. It's just like, Hey, I don't know if we're going to have solar. I, I like listening to the Michael Dono when he says on his podcast, he was thinking it was it was gonna be the end of the solar. So <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, uh, I, I, I feel like I, I try to live like that, like every day. Like, oh, maybe it's the end of solar. I, I better, I better take advantage of the opportunity. This is the mother gold rush, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know the guys who are treating it like that. They're having the success. And so something I really uh, think is cool that you do, Christian, is I feel like another big thing. You're super consistent on just your routines. I see you posting like, you know, pictures of books you're reading, workouts you're doing, like you were talking about earlier, the meal plan. And for me, I think I know myself, um, when I am being super consistent, I'm not as near as consistent as you. So I have a ton of respect for that. But the times (laughs) where I'm more consistent is where I'm following like those set schedules, those routines, I'm doing my workouts, reading, um, getting my healthy eating in. So for you, how, how big of big of a factor would you say that is like your routines every day and the stuff you do before you go out in the doors and do you want to share a couple of those things you're doing that maybe help you out just like getting the right mindset to hit the doors consistently every day yes yes taylor i'm not the you know uh i'm consistent when it comes to closing deals but for example i'm not the guy that's working out like crazy doing crossfit i'm not in the best shape i've lost i've dropped 25 pounds so far <laughs> that's good yeah you're not yeah. going to crossfit with river isn't that his yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah he took me he took me to crossfit a few times but it's just too hard for me <laughs> yeah yeah that's no yeah. joke <laughs> yeah but uh, something that helped me for example the same consistency with some some people had with the gym i had with the diet and with the meal prep so i'm trying to get one thing at a time in order in my life because I feel like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. But there's no way to change everything at once. It's just step by step. Sure. So I started with the diet. And I, I'm pretty sure that pretty soon I'm going to be the guy just super consistent with working out. Because yeah. for the last 10 months, I've been taking the cold showers. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. and like I hate it. I hate it. I came from a Brazil. Like there, yeah, it's like it's a warm country you know it's like yeah. but I, I saw like door-to-door guys doing the cold showers people doing for years like you know what i'm gonna give it a try and i realized that now like it's not that hard for me anymore so even when i don't do a whole lot of things i just hey i've done hard things myself in the past so even the days when i wake up late which i do i don't win the morning every day I'm not the guy winning the morning every day. I want to share that with you. But what happens is when it's game time, it's no joke. It's game time. Even when I was doing pass control, uh, it's not a 
now I feel a little bit of a shame of uh, saying that, but our meetings was at 10. I was the guy waking up literally at 9.58. Wow. And now I'm, I'm serious. My alarm was set for 9.58. And I was going to brush my teeth for 30 seconds and fly. <laughs> And for so many times, I had to like peel an onion and eat it. Eat, <laughs> eat yeah, eat like oh, margarine or, oh or butter. Wow. And, yeah, just like do crazy stuff, you know, be slammed and punched and like a lot of. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Like I was, yeah, I was late like a lot of times, but still I was able to be number one by the end of the summer yeah. so it's not only about waking up early or it's not only about winning the morning or reading it's just implementing what you do i don't read 20 books a month i don't read i read one book a month sometimes yeah. but whatever i read i try to implement as well yeah I love that. And that's something I think is really cool too, is you're sharing the wins and the losses. I mean, you don't have to do it all hundred percent to be number one. Christian's proven oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah. And yeah, some guys think that, Oh, I didn't, I missed my morning routine. Well, this day is shot. I'm going to get out on the doors late. Uh, this day's going good. But I think the guys that are having su success, they're missing things here and there, but they're still being as consistent as possible. Like if they miss their workout or if they miss, I don't know, their cold shower or whatever, they're cutting their losses and they're still going to make that day as accessible as, as possible. So that's another lesson that I feel like I still need to learn sometimes is, I don't know if you get out on the late on the doors, don't like consider your whole day shot and just go out and push as hard as you can for the hours you did get out instead of letting it affect your whole day, which I think is awesome. And you posted the other day, Christian, um, I think it was on a Saturday you posted um, that you got out and knocked the whole day, but you didn't get like, I, I don't know if it's in a single appointment or a single close. Yep. And I thought that was cool too, because I'm used to seeing you post sell after sell. And then you kept it real saying you didn't get uh, anything on that Saturday. Was that last Saturday you posted that? Yeah. So yeah. what I realized again, I work three weeks super hard and I take, I don't know, like a few days off. Yeah. So uh, I realized the Saturdays are for solar in my opinion, because I can get people home. And because my goal is to same day. I was like, I'm going to be at the door. So what happened is over the last 16 weeks, five weeks, I was out. Okay. Cause pretty much once a month I'm out yeah. for training, for traveling, vacation, whatever it is. Yeah. So what happened out of the 16 Saturdays, I worked 11 of those. So last Saturday was the 11th Saturday that was, I was selling and I was, I was trying super, super hard. I did get on the doors like 9, 10 a.m. And I, did, I didn't stop. Like, I, I stopped to eat for three minutes, my meal prep at wow. the gas. I don't know if you saw my post. I was literally just eating yeah, at a gas so station. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. I, I'm on a winning streak, you know, like just the, the momentum that everybody talks about. So I wanted to carry that because now it's a tradition. It's like selling on you know, Saturday. It's not even a question anymore. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, so I was like, I got to find the deal. And, and, and then I did. Uh, for example, when I, when I went to Houston for the first time, it was like a month ago. Actually, my, my first Houston install is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah. 
Congrats. Yeah. So, I realized that I was selling consistency consistently, but I I never had a two spot. And I and I've seen a lot of guys just selling three, four deals in a day. I was like, oh crap, how did these guys do that? You know? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. And what and I did it. And then the following day I sold two as well. Nice. <laughs> and then the following day I sold two again. And then, and then I realized that whatever is your standard, try to raise the bar. So what I mean by that for the listeners that are selling four, five, six, dude, just like, there's no way you're not selling 10 a month. Like why you're not selling double digits? Because once you do, you just do it. And then you just do it again. And then you just do it again. And then you're just going to do it every month. Yeah. Cause you've sure. done it, cause you've you've done it. So yeah, I like I I've done like ten, and then I did ten, and then ten, and then twelve, and then fifteen, and then sixteen, and now like nice. now I want to close twenty. I want to yeah. close, 30, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, and yeah, I think that's another miss. People like set their standards so low, and then they hit it, get complacent. Um, but yeah, I actually just got out of pod- podcast earlier today with uh, Alex Hogan Hall and she was talking about that too just how competitions help her reps like get to a new level and then it's like okay you saw yourself do 15 in a month during this competition like why can't you do why can't you do that every month now so I think that's a key thing for managers leaders and stuff like that get your guys to hit higher levels and then they see it's possible it's like they once they see the four minute mile has been done then you can't say it's impossible anymore like Christian just went out and did it, right? Really yeah. just went out and did it. Yeah. If these guys right. can do it. It's possible. I mean, Christian, yeah. you don't even know, you don't even know English I'm selling pest control for crying out loud. <laughs> like right. Man, like anyone just, should be able to do it, right? I know you don't like roaches. I don't like cockroaches as well. Okay. We got it. We got something in common. Let's get you started. Okay. Yeah. The, tr- the trucks are right there. You know, the Johnsons, boom. <laughs> yeah. The trucks is going to finish and you're next on my list. I'll do super cheap. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I left Brazil. There are too many roaches and spiders, right? <laughs> they help right. you out too. So, yeah. Well, yeah. That's awesome stuff, Christian. Um, and then like with goals, so can you talk about real quick before we kind of wrap up here with your numbers, what, what type of metrics, is there some metrics like, you know, you need to hit to hit your goals every month, like X amount of appointments. Um, yeah. Is there pretty much just 30 homeowners you're focusing, focusing on and then, you know, the rest will fall into place with that or any other metrics you focus on for the month? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, so when it comes to the numbers, uh, it's important to know your numbers. For example, I'm just going to look. The, I have my numbers on the notes on my phone. That way, uh, I always track. I have, uh, I've shared my calendar on social media anywhere. That, anyone that wants to see my calendar and how it looks like, how I have my appointments, how I book it, cool. and how I know exactly the outcome. I, what I did, I color-coded. Okay. What I mean by that, for example, every time when I have showing in blue, I know it's an appointment. When it shows uh, purple, I know it's an appointment that I pitched that didn't close. When it shows green, I know it are the people that I sold. So I have, a, I have a visual just right in front of me. So it's, it's kind of easy. I just open my calendar and I know, it, I know that I'm doing well and I know that I'm not doing well. 
and I know what I have to work on and I know what I have to improve because it's visual. I just color coded my calendar in a way that I, it's always there. It's always available. Yeah. For example, um, let me just go. Hold on. I just, I just switched phones. I got a new phone, but I was so busy working. Like I, I, I had it on the box for a month, a new oh. phone and the yeah. brand new iPad. Like, nice. just like it came out. I got it and I didn't even open. I was just busy working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to close more deals. No time yeah. to open that iPad. Yeah. So I, awesome. I, I just flew to Utah for like two days or something. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the iPad and the iPhone. So I nice. set it up. But I remember. I remember. So when it comes to July, I had 41 appointments. Okay. Out of this 41, I have, I don't know, 18 no shows. I had like. 14 that I pitched that didn't close and I had 15 that I pitched that did close and I had three that failed credit. So I realized that August, if I had, if I wanted to have my best month, which I did, I had to do bigger numbers because it's a numbers game. So what I did, I increased my numbers. So for August, I had 62 appointments and out of this 62, 23 no showed me, which is 30%. And then out of the people that showed up, I pitched 18 that didn't close and I pitched 16 that did close. So right now I'm sitting at a 50% closing for the people that I sit down with. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's no secret too. I think a lot of guys forget is like top guys like you, any top guy that I get on this podcast that's closing a lot of deals. They all know their numbers like that instantly. Mm-hmm. So for our solarpreneur listeners, um, if you, if you can't like, you know, tell back your numbers right now and go through your ratios like Christian just did, then you're missing something there. Cause I think that's a huge thing. If you can't know your numbers, if you don't know them like the back of your hand, how are you going to improve them? That's what Christian's been doing. That's how he's been able to increase his numbers. You just like, Oh, I need to sit with more people. Then if you can yeah. keep his ratios the same or improve them, I know yep. my best months in sales. Um, yeah, I've I've been a madman about tracking numbers too. So I think that's that's um, yeah, a huge thing if people aren't doing that. So uh, Christian, I know it's uh, getting late. You're in Utah. We're doing a late night podcast right now. So uh, <laughs> Christian, appreciate you for coming on. Um, we went back and forth. So glad to finally get you on the show, even though awesome. it's uh, you know ten o'clock at night for you. Awesome. Um, but uh, Christian, so before we kind of wrap up here, where can people um, find you on social media and uh, connect with you and all that? Yeah. So when I got here in the US, I actually, I didn't have social media for about like two, almost three years. Now I still use Facebook, Christian Moroni nice. and Instagram. I, that's why I have like 500 people, just pretty much all door to door people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I started Instagram like not like maybe a year ago, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I just want to share one last thing that the numbers, they they didn't look like this when I started. Like I, I would have to sit down with five, six people to close one. Mm. So I, I had to work way, way harder now because I close at 50% every day. I just got to get inside two houses. So, and that's it. Whatever your number is, if you're closing one out of four, just do the reverse engineering because a lot of times uh, people, they just do like how much money they can make, but they don't break down with the reverse engineer to see how many people they have to talk to, 
how many hours they have to put in order to get those appointments. Well, how many of these appointments are going to show? How many of these appointments are going to cancel? What's your cancellation rate? Like, it's important to know that stuff and just backtrack and do the reverse engineer. So, because when I started, I was like, yeah, I want to do 40 deals. And I was like, no, I don't want to do 40 anymore. And then I I wanted to do 60 deals. And then I realized that I could do 60 in four months. And now now I want to close way more than that. You know, it's just... So I, yeah, that's pretty much what I what I wanted to to share with the guys that like it was it was hard it was hard but now yeah. I, I'm I'm just grateful. So yeah, yeah. to find me on social media, it's Christian Moroni, and I'm available. Like I don't care if you work for a different company. I always say to people, hey, I'm going to Houston. You are invited to just stay in my place. You can just work with me. I don't care whatever t-shirt you're working with. I I don't care whatever company. Yeah. If I can any value if i can like if we I, I i don't know if i can stand for the industry if i can support any solar fellow because i feel like sometimes people they're not happy with their current companies or sometimes people are happy but they still can learn from people you know yeah, yeah. that's huge so yeah i no, i think abundance mindset um definitely appreciate that and um, yeah yeah like i always tell the story but a lot of people starting out when I started in solar didn't have that mindset. They're like, no, if you're from a different company, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not like sharing anything, company secrets. So I think it's awesome that guys like you now are, you know, just coming from that abundance mindset and willing to share what's working for you and you know, specific things you're doing and saying on the doors. So last kind of follow-up question to that, Christian, before we let you go here, um, you, you mentioned that you, you know, increase your closing ratio and improve those numbers a lot as you've been going anything specific that you did to like increase those ratios do you think it was just more experience based just more time you needed or were you like drilling role playing like crazy what helped you increase those ratios in your closes and all that fantastic question taylor i love it i love it so i learned at a young age i don't know probably most of the listeners they know zig ziglar they know napoleon hill they know jim rum for me, like if you're listening to if you listen to Zig Ziglar and Jim, like I just compensate with numbers what I lack in skill. That's mm-hmm. it. I compensate with numbers what I lack in skill. What I mean by that is that I just had to get myself in front of a lot of people until I could learn. So what made the change is that along the process, I realized that I just needed to simplify. I was making solar too complicated i was explaining not metering in a, in, a, in a way that people goes like dude uh, I, i'm not sure and, and yeah. taylor mccarty says a confused mind will always say no right so just make it simple like stupid simple in a sense that now every single one of my presentations i'm pretty pretty 100 confident that if i do my presentation to a third grade they, they're gonna understand like 100 of it Hmm. that's awesome yeah yeah love that so christian thanks for all the tips you shared so for solarpreneurs keep it simple out there and guys it's not rocket science christian came from brazil barely knowing english and he's killing it in this industry he's one of the top reps in the industry so do those simple things be consistent get out on the doors at the same time be consistent in your closes track your numbers like a madman and i think that's pretty much all there is to it so, uh, right. so Christian, right. thanks again for coming on the show. And before, I, 
Yep. Before we let you go, I guess we pretty much went through anything, but any, uh, any final tips you want to share with our solopreneurs before we say goodbye? My brother, uh, I think, I think that's it. Something that I do know that I also do. I want to share one thing. Cool. Like with the international people, sometimes some guys just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's hard. No, door to door is for you as well. You know, just believe in yourself and, 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 and you have, I've seen so many people just getting to the industry and, and crushing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll say that's something that I, I wanted to share as well. Just believe in yourself. Yeah. This, this is for you and know your demographics. I know exactly like, like what type of people that I close at a higher percentage, a better percentage rate. rate. So that's that's kind of my the people that I go to. So when I same days, just based on their body language, they they react, they they talk to me, the way they carry themselves, I can say if I'm closing that deal or no. So if I don't feel like I'm closing, I don't even set the appointment. So just kind of know the people that you close easier. Because in the end of the day, you don't want to be the best salesman in the world. Just go talk to, just look for the low hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> just like. Just look for the low-hanging fruit, and exactly. that's it. Yeah, love that. So, what what are the demographics for you, Christian? What which ones do you go after? Uh, now I now it, it, it's getting to a point that I can close pretty much everything. Where yeah. it wasn't like past. Now I I don't I don't have a demographic. No, but just everybody, yeah. Those, yeah, in Texas, there's a lot of like uh black people i feel like that's a really good demographic for me i can connect with these nice. people really really well yeah. and i haven't closed so in my country we speak portuguese yeah. uh, but i learned here in the u.s i i don't close a whole lot of deals in spanish to be frank with you no yeah. but i like it's it's good people so but that's not my go-to i feel like yeah uh, i'll Everybody. say i'm black people but i i, I like I, I like selling everyone yeah <laughs> Let's go. Well, Christian, thanks again, my man. Sorry, I, I think I've said we're gonna wrap up like ten times, but then you keep you keep uh, dropping, you keep dropping cold <laughs> on us. So I'm like, dang, I need to ask him about this. <laughs> and you up with that. I'm just my very very first time speaking in public, so I just can't, I just yeah. can't hold myself. <laughs> yeah, no, you did awesome, man. So appreciate you guys. Go give Christian a follow. Let him know you appreciated the episode. And thanks again. We'll be uh, connecting in and talk soon, Christian. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, solopreneurs, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to society.co to learn more and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to society.co 
and join. We'll see you on the inside.